0: Good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Drinking Corner. I am your host, Boss Foss. Today, we are going to be discussing Dying Light and our opinions on the franchise. But first, let me introduce to you our wonderful participants for today, starting off with Rune Eldred. Yay! And the oh. other participant today is J Dog. Yay! Going over to Rune Eldred real quick. Rune. How are you doing? How was your week? And what are you drinking?
1: <clears throat> I, Mister Foss, Boss, am doing very well. Process. Um, the things I've been. I like that. Sorry, it's my my, my green screen's acting dumb. There we go. Let me just sit up a little bit so it stops waving. Again, I'm doing pretty good. Um, how I've been since our last podcast, which is the Valentine's Day one. If anybody listening and or watching this has missed it, you can find it by just looking for the Valentine's Day special. I got a new Asus computer over Valentine's Day weekend, which is great because now I'm able to do the animations and everything else that I want to do. I can now record PC games, which means I'll be bringing the Witcher 1 and other games to my personal youtube channel and uh in terms of things that i've done this week apart from work and yelling at a customer who told me to shut the fuck up and go fuck myself and school me and john just went and saw the new uncharted movie which came out as of today from the time of recording which was phenomenal And in my opinion, one of the best video game adaptation movies there is. And uh, to touch down on what I'm drinking, I am drinking a very lovely mix. As in post-production, I went through and filled up a little bit of stuff over here. And let me go ahead and grab it all. I am drinking a Arnold Palmer Arizona tea that is now half-filled with Maker's Choice. Maker's Mark. It's Maker's Mark. mark. There
0: you go. Whatever. we are going to plug our sponsor for today, please make sure you say the right name.
1: Sorry. Our sponsor today is Pornhub. Watch with your friends. Watch with your family. Watch with your mom. Doesn't matter. Just watch us. Oh, is that our slogan or Pornhub slogan? I forgot.
0: All right. And moving over to our other participant, J-Dog. Oh, what are you... What are you doing? How are you doing? What have you been doing since our last podcast? And what are you drinking? And ignore the very first question of what are you doing?
2: Because I know what you're doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That hurts my brain. So let me simplify it. (laughs) How are you doing? How have you been doing since our last podcast? And what are you drinking?
2: Well, I'll be honest with you. It's been a tough week. My mom was in the hospital. Had to deal with all that crap. But thankfully she's doing better and she's home so that's good news other than that i haven't really well i've been cleaning a lot doing a lot of yard work lately um i am drinking what am i drinking whiskey and orange juice that's a lovely combination
1: hey we're both Very drinking good. whiskey. i'm
2: gonna have to refill here in a couple minutes because i didn't do much but it won't last me
1: I'm sure. a bitch, dude. What is up with my green screen today? Not being well lit.
2: It looks all right, man.
1: I know. I just
0: can't. Uh, I, I know. I know what Rune is currently uh, looking at. It, it has been popping up a couple times, but as long as you now. don't call it out, it should be fine. It's the other corner for him, but yeah. Um, I just like
1: the me. thing I need to be immaculate and perfect, like I am. On to well, yeah, Dave,
2: how the hell are you been, man?
1: How you doing, Dow? I'm doing yeah. well.
0: I'm tired. Uh, so I got that since Malcolm our recording
1: going on right now, what was that? I got that Malcolm in the middle look. Uh, what was his younger brother, Dewey, with the Dewey? Beard? Yeah, Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. got that Dewey look.
0: Uh, so I'm I'm okay. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. So, since our last recording last podcast, I have gone to college in person for the first time this semester. We're we're finally in person. Started my job same day working. So I I went to school, was at the school from 730 to six o'clock at night, and then started work at midnight and worked until uh, seven o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I did not get a chance to sleep through all of that. That
2: sucks. And How many I energy did drinks did you need cups of
0: coffee? Two. two energy drinks. One of them literally says on the side of it, it was equivalent to two cups of coffee. And mm-hmm. that was the one that I drank That's on my a, way to work.
1: Was that Bang or G Fuel?
0: That was... Booty um, sweat, baby. No, it, was, it wasn't It was G Fuel. It was um, Mountain Dew... Energy hmm. morning wake up. Yeah. I, I don't know Kickstart. what it is on top of my head. Was Kickstart? Yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter.
1: Oh, awesome. How are those? I've never tried them. It's, drink. Drink dude, it's delicious,
2: dude. Because they're dude, like it's, for, it's really delicious like juice energy drink. I don't oh, know if, and then I
0: don't uh, typically drink my it. drink for today, like every podcast, is the last blue, blue moon, moon. moon that is in my fridge. Now. Yeah. I didn't know this beer This beer was in my fridge until our cat went, walked into the fridge. I'm like, no, don't go in there. I put my hand in to get the cat. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's a blue moon in here. So,
1: so Are you saying your cat is a bag of holding and when you reach down, you actually went into your cat and pulled out a blue moon?
0: No, I did not reach into my cat. That is a deduction of point.
2: Uh you're yeah, back ten, down to ten, zero.
1: Ten. I was at one originally.
2: Negative one. Yeah.
0: Oh. I even verbally said, "Ooh, Mr. Boss Foss, I like that. That's a point for you." You must have not it anymore. anymore.
1: You must have said it. In, you know what, Tim? When you're going through and you're editing this, I want you right now in black and white noir style. If he did say that, put it in color and have it replay yes. right now. If he didn't, black and white noir. Uh, arms of the angel playing in the background, Mr. Boss Foss. I'm doing very well. Um, the things I've been I like that. Sorry. Just show <laughs> him completely missing that opportunity, but seeing it.
0: All right. Well, on to our topic oh, for today, which God. I believe I'm I had hard. briefly mentioned. I'm getting us back <laughs> on topic. Um dying light so dying light 2 after being delayed a whole bunch was finally released but we are not talking specifically about dying light 2 we're talking about dying light the franchise and dying light 2. now it was pointed out to me that j-dog has not had much experience in dying light as i had originally thought he did i thought he had already played the first dying light before i had chosen the topic for today Uh
1: i mean on our drive to go see uncharted Uh (laughs) i kind of gave him a rundown of the events of the first game
0: and for those of you who are wanting to watch and see the events of the first game please go over to ruin eldred's channel whichever direction that he is currently from me. Uh me and him recorded the entire game on his channel. I am I'm one of the directions. There's only three of us, so there's only three possible directions you could be.
1: Well you're over this way, yeah. which means I'd yeah. be over this way. And John's down here where he belongs.
2: Yeah. Like the Brady Bunch. Anyway. <laughs> right, we're all- so
0: yes, if you would like to see the events of Dying Light, <laughs> the main story and The following DLC, please go over and watch Ren Eldred's playlist. Which, as right
1: now, I put out the second to last episode of the following DLC, which means either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, the very last episode of Dying Light 1 will go out, and then I'll be uploading Dying Light 2. Mm. So,
2: yay! Perfect. So, I will be one of those people going there and watching that. (laughs) You should. Yes, I will. Just like you
1: guys should have been watching Guardians of the Galaxy so you guys could tell me that I fucked up and there was no audio. <laughs> and now I had to delete every video because I'm starting the playlist over again.
2: It's all their fault, right?
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> all their fault. They didn't you know, you bastard. there's something exquisite about a good blue moon, you know? I just wish I had an orange slice to put in.
1: Oh, dude. So, what we do a round table. <clears throat> Orange slice going. I mean that's
0: where everywhere I go when I order a blue moon they always give me a tall glass with a slice of orange in it um, but I don't have any oranges I don't
2: remember where I was but I ordered a blue moon they brought it out in a nice fancy tall glass and there was no orange and I was like can I get an orange for my beer I know I was like uh, can I get an orange for a beer please and, and they're like they look at me like I was asking them for some like hot sauce to you know putting my blue moon or some weird shit like i don't know dude actually hot sauce and beer is really good so that was a bad choice (laughs) uh bud light is the best of course something like that blue moon it would probably throw it all off anyway i asked her for an orange slice and she looked at me like i was an alien or some shit and didn't understand why i wanted an orange slice for my beer i'm like yeah it's like Everywhere else, you get a beer, a blue moon. You get an orange slice. Orange oh, slice. I know. Oh, you. I didn't know that. I'm like, well, now you do.
1: <laughs> How close are you to your mic right now? Because we're getting a little bit of static, like we did in that last episode. Oh, some bitch. I mean, it's good now. It was just like when you leaned in really close, mm-hmm. it got like very staticky.
2: Yeah.
0: Now lean back. But John, that uncharted movie. Like, oh my god, it was so good. That's enough. It's enough. Plug it one more time, sir, and you go into the negatives. That's enough.
3: So just to It'll
0: clarify- be in mucho trouble.
3: just to
1: clarify, on the ride home, John and I were talking about just like trying to take over the podcast and make it all uncharted. So it was a little inside joke, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boss Faust. I'll no longer plug in the moon. So sorry, boss Faust. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to plug it in so many times.
0: All right. Well, let's start with rune. Dying. I a life.
2: Question, real quick, before we start, sure. I got a question about the topic. Um, what what are the years? Well, obviously this year for two. What's the year for one that it was released?
1: Uh, lean back a little bit, and it was released in 2014? I
0: think it was 2015. Um, I did not do any research prior to this. I had literally said, hey, Dying Light 2 literally just came out. Let's talk about it. And I'm pretty sure that (laughs) Dying Light 1 came out.
1: Ending of 14, maybe mid- 2015. It was 15. Because the following came out in 2016.
2: I thought so because that's when that's the last time I played Dying Light was the year it came out.
0: You mean to tell me you've played Dying Light before?
2: Just yeah. a little bit. So you I, have played it. I have, but I didn't like really get into the story, so I I don't know much about it. I just remember like hopping around on rooftops and staying out of the dark, and you know, killing zeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't remember any storylines, any characters. But like Tim said, he gave me the rundown, so kind of a wee bit knowledgeable of it now. Perfect. Is that coming in better cuz I turned my volume down. It was all the way up. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you're coming in fine. It was just every time you like leaned in, I don't know, if it feels mm-hmm. like your proximity to the computer
0: like the USB port. It, it's 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 fine. Um, while you were leaning back, though, it did start popping up a little bit. But we'll worry about that later. Okay. Um. So. Goes room. Yes. The first dying in light When when did you actually get to play it? Oh. Originally.
1: I. Nicole and I got the xbox one when batman arkham knight released which i believe was in 2015 as well we're not going to fact check that but um i remember i got the xbox one i got arkham knight day one that it came out and then we went through and we picked up other xbox one exclusives one of which was dying light dead rising 3 etc etc Um, Right when I first started my YouTube channel back in 2015, Dying Light was one of the first games I played. I played it with uh, Beyond John. And I remember jumping into the game thinking that it was not like anything else I played before. At that given time, I didn't know that Techland was also the company that made Dead Island. So I was, like, at the time, because I played a little bit of Dead Island 1 beforehand on the 360 with Brian as well and was comparing it a lot to that and then other zombie games I played at the time, like, Dead Ri- or Yeah, Dead Rising. I thought it was phenomenal, though. I definitely think it was innovative to the genre of zombie games and the mechanics of adding in parkour just, like, blew my mind. Right. Because- Like, when you normally play a zombie game, you get games like Left 4 Dead or Dead Rising, where it's like you're just, you're set in a city that's overran, and you slash and hack your way through the city's population while trying to keep other people alive. And Dying Light definitely changed that genre up by, like, having zombie variants that can run and parkour on the same level you can. And that was petrifying to experience the first time around so that's right, my right. first impression of uh light. the, the
2: core mechanics on that game reminds me of mirror's edge yes uh,
1: i didn't yeah, play mirror's yeah. edge till i think about two years afterwards because i i never gave mirror's edge a chance until like fairly recently mm-hmm. i want to say like 7 20, 2017 2018 about the time catalyst came out i think
2: i think it's pretty old too huh because i remember playing that like a while ago on ps3 but I,
1: I think catalyst came out no mirrors like edge recently. the
2: original
0: mirror's edge yeah i know that yeah. that one's a bit old that one's old that was, that was out when we were in high 360. school
1: but i know yeah, yeah. the sequel came out on the new gens
3: mm-hmm.
1: so it had... that one, well, but... new gen
0: being oh, the okay. one not the series yeah. x or yeah. not ps5 um, was pre-new So, a little bit of background, because you did mention that Techland had made the first Dead Island and then the sequels were.
1: Did Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide?
0: I don't know about Riptide. I didn't look into that. But there was an article from one of the lead directors at Techland who said that one, they would love to be given Dead Island 2 so that way they can continue working on their baby. But when Dead Island originally released, the very next year is when they started production on Dying Light, when they realized that they were not going to be able to make the sequel because it was being produced by somebody else. They started making Dying Light. So Dying Light was inspired
2: by Dead Island. Yeah, uh, it, plays, it plays a lot you like of,
1: You could kind of tell too in the fighting mechanism Because in Dead Island with the melee weapons the way they swing it and there's the like stamina bar is very reminiscent of Dead Island's like swinging stamina. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: John, you did briefly give a bit of your opinion on it. I know that you haven't played much.
2: Yep. (laughs) Not too much at all. I'm loving too though. Really like it. well,
0: that this perfect segue I was about to bring up your impressions on dying light too.
2: Yeah, um, I'm really digging it, dude. Uh, the like Tim was saying, the parkour mechanics in it, and the the fighting, and like it reminds me of Dead Island with the parkour of Mirror's Edge, and I didn't play that one too much either, but it was still like it really caught my eye when I played it. I think it was like the first ps3 game that i played dude and mm-hmm. it was it was like a whole nother game i haven't played before and it was really cool so when i played dying light two or the first one you know, i did play uh even though it wasn't too much you know, yeah uh, don your, your internet
1: connection is out. like your internet connection is making you lag around
2: is it really yeah
1: because you're like yeah, you're freezing uh, and jumping like right now you have some gray blood oh. up you're gone, and he's gone, he and
0: was he's back. gone, he was there and now he's gone. <laughs> and
2: he's back, my goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, and anywho, smoke. if you caught any of what I just said, that's how I feel about it. That's all I gotta say about that.
0: That's all I gotta say about that.
1: Um, to touch base on John's first impression and going back to mine as well, saying that it was innovative with the parkour and everything else, I do think the zombie variants were also a very fresh take into the zombie genre. Cause like John and I were talking about this in the car on the way to see the movie. Well
2: it was like we're I don't referencing know. Resident Evil. Didn't, uh, didn't like well yeah, Resident Evil, but didn't um what was it? Not Back for Blood, Left For Dead. Didn't that have like different uh variants and stuff?
1: Yeah, it had Level different four. variants, which kinda like Dying Light ripped off of as well, with like the uh demolisher was kinda like the tank from Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. The spitter is kind of like the spitter
2: from Left for Dead. It's gotta be hard to like think of new ideas that have the volatile
1: i will say the volatile was very much an original creation i feel like i can't the only thing i could think of that comes close to that would be the hunter from left 4 dead where it's like the zombie that's in the hoodie that's like crawling Mm. around and leaps but the volatile was like a definitely Mm. way scarier version of that because i mean the first time you see a volatile in the first game when you're going through the little missionary, I'll leave like a little video clip from my YouTube channel of it, but it's like when Crane finds if editing the case. In... Tim remembers? Yeah, in Editing Tim, remember to do this as well as everything else I've said in the back. Earn your money. <laughs> the case of Ant is in when Crane's finding it and he looks through the, like the little shed doors and there's the little volatile nest inside and the like the one yells at you from the crack in the wall. Oh damn. Petrifying. Cause I like the first time I played that, I was just expecting like a shit ton of zombies or the um, the what what are the runner ones called? <clears throat> like the viral, the virals. So Which is another thing I feel the, like from.
2: Dead I Earth. I expected that too. The um,
0: volatiles are the virals. So when it's daytime, they're virals and they look human. When it's nighttime, they turn into the volatiles.
1: The volatiles hide during the day. That, that's why in, like, the following or in Dying Light too, like, during the day when you go to the Volatile Nests, they're, like, harder
2: because well, they're in. the one that chased us to the door and then stopped? Yeah. So wouldn't come out?
1: The ones with the little jaw, that's all, like, And that, bad, 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 ladies and bad, bad, gentlemen,
2: bad. is
0: how you test the knowledge of your participants.
1: Oh, I am knowledgeable, okay? I, I know my shit. I'm
0: glad you have some knowledge in this game that was a point video
1: game knowledge not academic knowledge
0: don't worry john you 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 also got a point that uh question
1: Mm. but it's like um i was expecting there to be the the just higher running zombies and like the second it screeched through the door i don't know if we can if i will find it like going through my old 2015 youtube videos but i fucking jumped when it just like right in the crack in the door. I was like, oh fuck that.
2: Was and it a I jump scare it. or did you were you like watching I, it?
1: I it was a jump scare. I was playing, I was just expecting was like a there. normal zombie to run by and it just jumps in front of the crack and yells at you. And I was like, Yep, yeah, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck the answers in. I'm going home. And mm-hmm. I, I just remember the like the straight panic I felt playing that for the first time. And I mean, even then when I rebooted it the second time. With like Beyond John and um, I think Nemo was with us and you were with us the second time it got rebooted. And then even in the third time, like the third and final time we rebooted the Dying Light story on my YouTube channel, that part still, it doesn't get me to that extent, but it's still like, oh, fuck, we're here. We got to run. Right. The, The Volatiles are definitely in any zombie game I play, which... Like, let's be fair, my YouTube channel is like 90% zombie videos.
0: A lot of video games are zombies, so...
2: There are a lot of zombie games.
1: I love the zombie genre, though, and the Volatiles, in my opinion, are one of the most scariest zombie variants there are. Especially after playing the following. The following definitely 100% made me, like, dislike them a lot more.
0: So john you can't quite speak to this but rune how did you feel about the story do you feel like they did a good job with the story
1: before i touch base on the story i want to ask you the same question you asked me what was your first take like the very first time you ever played it because you got mine and you got john's but you didn't tell us your first
0: take of playing yeah good catch Yeah, I was. I had made a mental note that I had not mentioned it. Hmm. It's okay, buddy. I got you. So, Tim, what was your interpretation of the story? Did you like it?
1: So, as everybody knows, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. The second I launched the game and I heard Kyle Crane's voice, I was like, "That motherfucker right over there is Obi Wan Kenobi." No, I said, I like Kenobi. I knew that it was a Roger Craig Smith. Who voiced Kyle Crane, like right from the gate? Cause I was like, that's that's Chris Redfield. And I was like, no, maybe it's not. And I was like, yeah, that's that's Chris, the more I heard him talk. And then uh Sheva, I was sitting there hearing her voice, and I was like, why is her voice familiar? And it turns out it was fucking Shiva, Chris's partner from Resident Evil 5. So the <laughs> fact that they got uh Roger Craig Smith and the actress that voiced Shiva and Jade. To come back together for another zombie game really put me in the perspective of like, oh, I'ma fucking love this. Because I love Roger Craig's voice Roger Craig Smith's voice, which if you guys don't know, he's Mm -hmm. also the voice behind Batman from the Arkham Origins game. He's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog for like the last fucking who knows how long. Since like the cartoons and a few of the games. He's the voice of Ezio Arratore da Firenze and like a bunch of other people.
0: Just so you know, I know that's impressive that you know that, but you're not getting any point bonus, bonus.
1: I'm not I'm not like point seeking at all. I very much admire the voice acting. Give like- him a
2: damn point for that information. I was intrigued.
1: Truly intrigued <laughs> I'm speaking to the people. All right. Dude. And I'm gonna give John on, a point bro. for trying to
0: give away a point there. John
1: John submitted one of his points to me.
0: <laughs> John, from what you've been told about the story uh-huh. it does this seem like a game that you would see yourself jumping into granted i understand that the game is now seven years old uh,
2: i would like a backstory to the game i'm playing right now it's interesting and uh i was actually thinking about getting dying light i'm not sure if i'll just like check gamestop out or I could probably find it on the Xbox store, huh?
1: GameStop, I think you could find it probably cheaper than you will on the Xbox Marketplace. maybe. Yeah,
0: Yeah. a lot of times with the online store. I got a couple of games that paid like full price, but close to Yeah,
2: so, but.
3: Don't pull a brother and
0: trade
1: in my game.
3: Fuck you.
2: I'm interested in playing the first one. Tim was telling me a lot about it on the way up to Reading today. And it seems like an interesting story, dude. Like. You just, you really
1: fall in love with the protagonist of Kyle Crane. Like you yeah. really root for him. And you he know, was like
2: going into detail with that story too. So I know like, all that messed up I, shit I that, that happened to point, him at
1: the I end, dude. Dying Light 1 would make a good like TV series. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah good. <clears throat> Netflix. I think they have enough on their plate right now.
2: I know, I, I want to- Have you seen thing. our 2022 lineup? Calm <laughs> down. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I suppose that I did skip over my first impressions of the game. So I will do my first impressions and my my feelings towards the story. Uh, My first impression of the game. I can't remember the first time I actually played the game. I know that I had played it before me and you had uh, really played it together.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say, we didn't start actually playing it till like after the fall after pretty much the majority of the game release with like the following BoZak word and everything.
0: Yeah. Um I I think I picked it up about the same time that I had picked up Dead Rising 3 from GameStop, no, nevertheless. Because I was just I had uh purchased the Xbox One and I was wanting to get Xbox One games instead of just Xbox Three Sixty games. Um, what I do remember is I, I really heavily thought oh, you know what I feel like they're kind of ripping off Dead Island a little bit here which in hindsight yeah they, they pretty much did but they also improved upon it uh, Rune we will get your um, feelings towards Dying Light 2 because we ha- I had asked John about it and then you cut in with your feelings on Dying Light 1
1: yeah, there, there's some more stuff but, I would like to say about Dying Light 1 before we do jump into 2, though.
0: Right, I, I get that. But I since I was asking for the feelings and since he hadn't really played the first one. Yeah. Um, As for the story, I love the story. I do feel a little bit sad uh, about the beginning of the story. You know, it's they have to make you have a reason to want to stay other than just trying to be a nice person
1: which um, i also think they did a beautiful job on too because we, we could talk spoiler free about the first game again it's been out for like seven years and the sequel's already out the fact that you get infected and it wasn't even like your fault as like the player like you just literally land and get bit right at the start of the game
2: and then you have to deal with it the whole game
1: was also another amazing thing that really got me gripped because throughout playing this story like you don't know if you're gonna turn because as as the protagonist you're like no i'm not gonna die like i'm gonna save the day but at the same time you're fighting for this cure and you're watching crane literally like succumb to the infection and then the way they developed their characters, like Crane, Spike, Jade, Rakim, um, What was the name of the leader of the tower? I can't remember him. I don't remember his name, but even like the main villain, Rice. I mm-hmm. felt like had very good character development and gave you good reason to either like or dislike the characters. Because I mean, again... Spoil, I'm not gonna worry about spoilers. When Rakeem died,
2: and the emotion
1: that Crane puts into it, because you do feel like you failed him. Because it's like, yeah, it was the kid's fault. He wanted to have a bigger role and he didn't listen. And it advice that got him killed. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, you open the thing thinking you're saving him and he's already turned, and you have to like break his neck, and you're sitting there and you're like, ah! You damn oh, kid literally. why didn't you fucking listen you feel that emotion not just from the voice acting from it but because of the bond and the way they developed and wrote the characters you literally feel that like fuck and then with the- Shane, like i in the video i like i started to tear up because i genuinely loved her character she was a badass and i was like that's my ride or die chick right there me and crane Crane and her, we're going. We're gone. We're out of Haran. We're going to make a little baby (laughs) rookie.
3: And, and like,
1: just, it's all done beautifully. The story's magnificent.
0: The one thing, the other thing that I really liked about it, sorry for jumping in, John. Um, Do you want to go first?
1: No. John is the guest. I was just saying, Magnifico. Magnifico.
0: The other thing that I really appreciate about the story is you start off because the the intro video shows that the GRE is dropping supply drops into the city to try and help out the survivors. And then the, the game starts with you work for the GRE and you're dropping in to try and find these files. And then as the story progresses you start to really discover that you're really working for some really bad people.
1: Umbrella level equivalent. And then of course- the
2: case though, like you think you're working for the greater good and then you turn out, you know, turns out that- Not uh, really
1: because already with dropping in, like I think Crane had some like level of animosity against the GRE. Cause they're right from the gate. You're like, oh, I got bit and I'm infected. They gave no shits.
0: Right, yeah.
1: They're like, hey, infiltrate the tower and become one of their guys so that way you can find the files. We only care about the files. Like, we're sending in these drops to help so that way it's easier for you. And
0: then you you find the drop and then they say, alright, get rid of it. Do not return that to the tower. Get destroy. rid of it. Destroy it. Keep it uh, so for
3: yourself,
1: but destroy it.
0: No, they didn't even... Tell you oh, to keep enough minutes. for yourself. You, you did that well. just on your own, that's um, right. that's because the they were point trying point to out. force a trade between the Tower and Rise because they suspected that Rise had the files,
1: which they knew because Rise. Yeah, I think
0: the, the I think Ryze the person that had the files was yeah I forget I think it Ryze was a, a previous cool. GRE uh, agent that they had sent in.
1: Uh, I thought Rice was the previous GRE agent, and that's why he toys with Crane in the beginning.
0: No, I think it's a separate agent. Anyway, beautiful story. Beautiful. Um, now at the point of us uploading this, will the first Dying Light 2 video be out?
1: I can make it so, because again, this. Oh my God! That cat's outside, <laughs> fucking
0: going on. <laughs> that cat's back. <gasps> um,
1: At the point, the video version... So, Will you shut up?
0: I actually heard the cat that time. Um, the reason I ask is I'm about to reference the intro video before you start the game to Dying Light 2. In giving it- the brief story between the end of Dying Light and the start of Dying Light 2.
1: Give a second on that because I would like to talk about a few more key points. Not to kind of direct the way you're. We're
0: thinking. we're not we're not going into Dying Light Two. I was just going to reference how bad the GRE really was. Oh, okay. But I, I wanted to check that, with you.
2: The two is set thirty years after one.
0: No, you that not too? that not, not that many years.
2: It says no. right here, set thirty years after the original game.
1: Maybe actually because Z. The, the virus, it, t- like,
2: it took place, place in 2015
0: and then it was five years later is when the fall happened. And the fall was the The game of- takes place 10 years after the fall.
2: So it's 15 years.
0: Yeah. I
2: think. I PCGamer.com is wrong. They're
0: often wrong,
2: but yeah, we're not man. going to call them out for right, that right now.
0: <laughs> As David say, we're not. I'm just like, fuck
3: you, PC game. Fuck PC. All it.
1: right,
0: <laughs> Brun, you've been trying to say something about Dying Light. Go ahead.
1: One thing Dying Light 1 and 2 have in common are their Easter eggs, both the Easter egg weapons and the Easter eggs itself in the game. And I just want to talk about the beauty of the Easter eggs in Dying Light one first, first. Which um, one of the really cool ones that I wish me and you got to do in our Let's Play. Was the Michael Jackson's Thriller Dancing Zombies. So it's like right after Rakim dies. And you're doing another mission. You run back into the train yard. And there's like this lever that you pull. And it turns the power on inside that thing. And then a bunch of zombies come out doing the Thriller dance. <laughs> nice. And it, it's like, it has no point to be in the game, but it was fucking funny as shit.
2: Didn't you say you found, um, you found Harry Potter's?
1: Yeah, so another, Did I think that one.
2: two or one?
1: Um, so there's two Harry Potter Easter eggs. There's one in one and one in two. The one in the first game is you go to a haunted house, and I don't know if it's in the base game or if it's in the following we didn't do this one either, but you could find, like, Harry Potter's bedroom that's under the stairs. And when you open the door to it, it triggers a bunch of other witchcraftian-type stuff that happen along in the house. And it's pretty much you found the Dudley's home in the game. And it's, like, you could see the, like, the little closet bedrooms ripped, like, from the movie and a bunch of other stuff. There's uh, the Left for Bread store. Which is <laughs> fucking funny. They have um, a bunch... They have, they're have. they also well-known for their hidden weapons. So, like, there's the XP caliber. And it's a sword you have to pull from a stone that's out in the middle of the water. There was uh, the Korok machete, which you had to kick this tool chest, like, 50 times to get.
0: There's... And then, uh, I only recently found out that there's actually a version 2 of it.
1: Yeah, I know. It's that not... me and
0: you never went to do. I didn't know about that.
1: I didn't know either. They have um they have a Super Mario level hidden in the city of Dying oh, Light One where it's like when you're running across the rooftops so you can find a green pipe. And if you look at it, you can go inside the green pipe and you get to do a super Mario level jumping you on the shared light
2: that screen. uh TikTok video, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Um yeah. if you complete it and make it all the way to the end, you get the uh the Pisa suit, which is the little squirrel the flying squirrel suit Mario gets. That you can fly around the city with, which is funny as well. Uh, what was the other Easter eggs? There's the chess port on top. Dude, there's a
0: ton of there's Easter no. eggs. But
1: that's um, the thing that makes it really cool and is like a really good aspect of Dying Light too. Did, um, did so Dead Dying Island like-
2: do anything like that? Did what? what that? Did Dead Island do anything like that?
1: Uh, yes. Dead Island had skulls that they're called developer skulls that you had to find throughout all the levels and bring back to the first island, the first area of the game, and you drop them down on an island and you got like this extremely OP weapon. Um, In the second map area, if you go to where the plane crashed, you actually have to fight Jason Voorhees.
0: Yeah, I, I remember trying to fight him on the bridge
1: i have not fought him in the video that i've been working with uh, with nemo on which we haven't done in like a long while i have an episode recorded it's where hanky the tank hanky tanky came from like (laughs) if if you notice when i play zombie games i'm like oh hanky tanky and then you see me carrying a propane tank that's hanky tanky (laughs) i I reference it quite often in zombie games.
2: so gentlemen continue
0: Sure, okay.
2: Need a refill?
0: Uh, You're talking a lot about Easter eggs. Are you trying to say that that's a good point? I think, I
1: think it's a really good point in Dying Light because it gives players something to look forward to, too. Like, most games, when they do Easter eggs, they're very subtle nods. They're like a dime a dozen. But Dying Light 2 definitely... Or Dying Light 1... I meant to say Techland definitely took a lot of creative uh, inspiration for it mm. by chocking the game full of it.
0: I know that Dying Light 2 is chock full of Easter eggs as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and I'm I oh, doing my it. best to avoid uh, spoilers on TikTok.
1: Yeah, that, I'm having... But a- at the
0: same time, there's a lot of Easter eggs that I literally would have never found. If yeah. it wasn't for I, TikTok.
1: I literally I think right now I have maybe 10 11 videos saved to my TikTok of just hidden stuff to find like how to do the force grab, the flying broomstick.
0: Yeah, I just found the broomstick. And yep. every time I'm like, all right, this is the last time I need to come up to the top of the stupid VNC tower. No, there's going to be Because for for <laughs> me, the um elevator doesn't go to the bottom floor like it's supposed to. So I have to run up halfway up the building, fall to my death to spawn at the safe house, and that's where the elevator will spawn for me. <laughs> I know it's piss it pisses me off. I'm like, Are you kidding me. So I went up and I had gotten the developer room. I know we're talking about Dying Light 2 now, by the way. I'm sorry. But I had did the developer room, which people were saying that they removed from the game already. I don't know. Um But I did the developer room. And the only reason I found the developer room was because of TikTok. And I kept thinking to myself, all right, this is it. This was the only Easter egg that I had to worry about that was on top of the VNC tower. And then I was, I saw, oh yeah, if you go to the next fucking building, there's a person there that's unmarked that when you talk to them, they will, uh, talk about Kyle Crane, and then they'll give you the mantis arms for 2070, from Cyberpunk 2077. And I'm like, alright, fuck. So I go climb up the tower, fall to my desk, spawn in the safe house, take the elevator up to the roof, finally get over to that roof, I do that easter egg, and I'm like, alright, that's it. I'm like, I don't know of any other easter eggs, and I don't have to go back up that stupid tower.
1: Scrolling through TikTok.
0: And then I come across Yeah, here's how you can get the broom and save it. And I'm like, kidding me? I have to go up the stupid tower again?
1: Which the flying broomstick, Mm. John, is the other Harry Potter Easter egg. You get the flying broomstick
0: from Harry Potter. Yeah, I thought
2: that was the the one you were telling me about. What was the other one? The other one is
0: just the Dudley's house. The house, yeah. And the other Easter egg that I'm aware of, but I have no idea where it is, is um, the hoverboard from Back to the Future.
1: Oh, yeah, the one that you find in the trunk of a car. Yeah,
0: I have no idea what, what car, where... That's,
1: that's one of the ones I have saved on my TikTok.
0: Um, which we will eventually get to that. Um, I know that I am a lot further in the story of Dying Light 2 than you guys. Yeah. So I have to say that the story <laughs> is... It's a very good story. They said that this this map is supposed to be bigger than the previous maps. Uh, previous maps map of haran i'm not a hundred percent certain that it is but
1: is that taking in account of like dying light ones like haran's old town slums and the following map or just i i don't think
0: i don't know if they're including the following because the following is freaking huge but you would, also had the car
1: so small but yeah it felt small because of the car yeah if I I mean, you
0: remember, because there was a point that me and you, we both lost our vehicles and we were running it.
1: And
2: And it took
1: took a while. 30 minutes of, like, just straight having to edit that out of the video. So, yeah, I do kind of remember. vehicles
2: in this game? Uh,
0: Not in Dying Light 2, except for the broom and the hoverboard that we just mentioned. There was a, originally, apparently, a bicycle, which hackers have found in the code and managed to show off in-game, but that's pretty much it to my knowledge.
1: Things are about to get really fucking dark here. Um, That cat that's been meowing consistently outside my door drew the attention of coyotes. And now I have coyotes (laughs) outside my door (laughs) because I can hear them. So I might be walking outside tomorrow morning to a (laughs) bloodbath.
0: Probably. Make sure your uh, doors are secured.
1: My doors are secured, and my cat is inside. <clears throat> but due to cats being uh, at Brandon's house, it's drawn in strays.
0: Yeah. Um, oh boy. John. Yo. How have you been I'm with just... Dying Light 2? So I'm trying, trying to make sure that you feel included. With Dying Light 2, <laughs> you you have gotten past the point of having multiplayer. Yeah. Which, for me, took about two hours. For Rune, I think it took him about two and a half hours, was it?
1: Two and a half or
2: three. Uh,
0: but I think part of that, um, you it took were me running three. out
2: to go to. So it, yeah, it took I me like I felt three. like it took me a couple hours to get there.
1: But then again, I explored everything and made sure I was getting all the like collectibles that you get because right. once you go into the city, you can't exit out and you'll miss like collectibles that give a bunch of story information. I'm
2: going to explore a lot more now that I know there's so many damn Easter eggs in these games. Yeah,
0: there's a ton of Easter
1: eggs. Really cool, dude. Um, one thing I wanted to touch base before we move on to Dying Light 2 is uh, Be the Zombie Mode from Dying Light 1. So like you're you're it has nothing to do with the story per se, even though I personally think Crane was the volatile for that.
2: Is it like a multiplayer like so map?
1: The be the zombie mode for Dying Light One, if like let's say you and David were playing in the game together on the story, I could come in as this like it was called the Night Hunter. Yeah which was this like really beefed up volatile that got like tentacles it could spit acid that would attract other zombies like a really beefed up volatile that kept evolving and I would have to hunt you guys down if I hunt you guys down I was able to upgrade my night hunter if you guys killed me you got special glands that would be used to craft like really high tier weapon stuff
2: that's badass dude
1: which I guess the developers said that they're going to be bringing that game mode back for Dying Light 2. Which-
2: I was just going to ask that. If I mean on.
0: it it would be it would be cool to have them bring back, but before they bring that back, if we can jump into Dying Light 2. now. we got
1: the following, bro. Here, come we're on. We're not
0: talking about the following right now.
1: We, we got. You can't just go from t- the the one. The yes, two, I can.
0: I am the host. Five. I can do whatever Good. I damn well so please. Wrong. All right, that is a point away from room for away. arguing with the hose. I will. the so following
2: is the DLC for one.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. And the conclusion of Kyle Crane's story.
2: Okay. Conclusion. Sort
0: of conclusion. <sighs> they don't specify what happens to him after the events of the following. But first, Dying Light 2 crossplay. This okay. is the one thing about the game you that you pisses me off. Okay? For those of you who don't know, the three of us are on different consoles. So I'm on the Xbox Series X because I lucked out and managed to get one of the uh, ones directly from Xbox before they immediately sold out at market price. Rune and J-Dog are on xbox ones and for whatever reason dying light 2 does not jump platforms or does not jump generations of consoles so even though we're both playing on xbox where all three of us are playing on xbox we can't play together so i had to launch up my xbox one and i have to make sure that that is constantly updated now for when we want to play Even though it doesn't take me long to update,
2: thankfully.
1: Yeah, you lucky son
2: of a bitch. your fast-ass internet.
1: But, like, that's the thing that frustrates me, too, is because all three, or not all three of us, because John was in those, Max was, and Brian, and Nemo, and other people. But we were able to play Dying Light 1 and Dying Light the following cross-generation.
0: Yeah. And, well, they had said that there was going to be in- in the game at launch, and they have specified that they will eventually bring it to where we can play uh crossplay or cross generation. I don't know if it was full. Just
2: some uh some kinks they gotta work out first, huh? I wonder if it
1: will be crossplay with PC and Xbox. Cause like Robert huh?
0: It's hard to say.
1: Cause like Robert Doesn't has Halo
0: a do Xbox
2: PC, PC crossplay?
1: Uh yeah, Halo's PC and Xbox
0: compatible.
2: I think if they could do it with that, they could do it with any game, right? Well,
0: yeah, because if you, when you're mm. on the, the menu, you can go to search up a game and you can see a bunch of different lobbies. With the previous, with Dying Light by itself, it was you just click and it would randomly find a match to put you in.
3: Mm.
0: Um, So this one, you can actually choose what lobby to jump into. You can say just quick join and join into somebody else's. Game, quick join. Uh, but yeah no, my one gripe is I'm sorry, did my shoulder just dis- my shoulder is disappearing. Um,
1: <laughs> you got the invisibility cloak over there, do you?
0: Apparently uh my only gripe about the game is the fact that the crossplay is not uh, working. in it they say that they're the reason it's not working is because it's different ecosystems. It's the same game. Yeah. So I have no idea.
2: Different ecosystems, huh? I have
0: no idea. <laughs>
1: unless. <laughs> what so does I, it all mean? Unless there's something later on down the road that they're going to implement in the different versions of the game.
0: Maybe. No, all right, well, we'll go ahead and talk about the following. Since Rune keeps wanting to jump back into the original Dying Light. I'm just, While I'm trying to make sure that John feels included because I know he hasn't gotten to experience much of this.
1: I'm just okay, saying. I'm
0: enjoying
2: the conversation.
1: To a topic. You got to discuss all of the topic. That would be like talking about Star Wars. And like, let's say, David, you hate the prequels. John hates the, the episodes seven, eight, nine. Star
2: Wars is trash. It's all about Star Trek. You can I'm only totally say joking. that.
0: You can only I'm say totally, that, John.
2: Absolutely joking. No, no,
0: John, you can only that say just that if got you can actually correctly up identify up. the order in which the Star Trek movies go in. If you can correctly identify the order that the Star Trek movies go in because they're not numbered. If you can correctly do that, then you're allowed to say that.
1: And you get five But that is
0: not a thing that you have to do right now. Because I can already tell by your face that you can't do it. So my only recommendation to you is, shut the hell up. We're not talking about Star Wars or Star Trek. We're talking about dying
2: light. Rune, go. He brought up Star Wars. Okay, if I have to. Blame that Uh, white guy right there. The following, Mm -hmm. sir.
1: Okay, so the following... <clears throat> to touch base on our first impression story, etc. Doing that methodology. So the first time I played the following was with you, which mm-hmm. immediately I love the uh the little go-karts that you got. Mm-hmm. That was great. And then uh what was her name? Aliza. The kind of the, the goth Something chick like that.
3: that.
1: The goth chick that in like the first episode I declaimed was like my bae. Then I got the bobblehead of her and just stuck it onto the car. And never took it off for the rest of the game. But oh, you
0: also of, never talked to her for the rest of the, right? the thing,
1: which I find out there's other missions you could do for her too.
0: Yeah,
1: I just never, I just never bothered to see her again after that. I was like, Pff. but um. To be like,
0: fair, near the end there, we were we kind of skipped a lot of side missions and just went yeah. to the straight main missions.
1: We did, yeah.
0: And of course, John um, gets up while I'm talking.
1: He only gets up when you talk,
0: bro. Fucking time.
1: (laughs) The next time he's host and he's talking, you should just get up and walk away. (laughs) But, um, I remember the first time, like, starting the DLC because obviously I joined into your game before starting the story. And I remember leaving Haran and standing on the cliff and just seeing the landscape was very breathtaking compared to, like, the moments of climbing the towers. And seeing it too. Like they do a very beautiful job of mapping out the area. Even though a lot of the places kind of feel the same, it's all farmland, et cetera, et cetera, plants. It was very breathtaking the first time you see it and you do the leap of faith into the water and you get the go karts. Everything was really good. The story, um, I felt compared to the actual mainline story was a little lacking because it focused heavily on just running errands again which Mm. could get gratuitous after a while you know constantly having to go from person to person to person just helping people i did like the um isn't
2: that all the game is really is doing that pretty much
1: (laughs) but the way they did it with the following dlc i felt like it lacked a lot of story because uh, essentially the you, whole you product- couldn't
0: you couldn't just run and do the main story. You had to actually do side missions to get enough XP to unlock the next. Uh, you main had mission. you
1: had to go up and rank in that's the pool. cool. <laughs> so it's like you're if you you're think trying good cool, impress- go play Saints Row. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Saints Row One and Two. Sorry, go ahead. But uh, I gave you I- a point because I interrupted you again.
1: I do feel that, like, the ranking system with the cult was pretty cool. And then the story that they molded, having the, like, the cure and everything and the plot twist, which I already told you in the card, John, the plot twist mm-hmm. was that, like, the cure was actually what made the Volatiles.
0: Well, it, it didn't make the Volatiles. What it did was the mother was infected and she drank whatever the liquid is that the military was making and it turned her into a sentient volatile.
1: But she, but she was already crank if you choose that ending.
0: Yeah, because your, your, your goal is to try and save your friends which the game's been out for a while. It's It was free for a little bit on, on Xbox. It, it's been popping up every now and then um as the story mission is getting close to the end it's revealed that your friends are out of antizen and they really badly need the cure and then they lose another floor and so your main goal is to just save your friends and you get two options you can blow everything up with nukes or you can try and take the virals which When you do that, the...
1: You said virals.
0: My apologies. Vials. The mother forces you to drink one, which uh, completes your transformation from just infected to the next sentient viral with an R.
1: Which, like, the ending, when you get through all of it, Cause it was spoiled to me before I played it. So I kind of already knew that ending we were going for and I wanted to purposely do the ending in my videos because I feel like that is the most canon mainly due to Spike being in Dying Light 2.
0: Oh, seeing how they never talked about a nuke going off outside yeah. the, <laughs> the city of Haran. So
1: It's like, I feel very much that Crane as the sentient vial is still alive. I know David and I kind of butt heads on that ideology but i do think that we could have the possibility of seeing volatile crane into in either a dlc or in some other aspect like be the zombie mode but he essentially starts another outbreak the way the game kind of concludes because it ends with it turning into night and then you hear crane like screech in the volatile screeching tone and that's how the following dlc ends because he's outside of a quarantine zone and you could see the bus moving kids and a mom. So he's in a new area outside of Haran. Wow. And then at night the sentient volatile form, the volatile nature in him takes over at night. Which was one of the things the mother talked about was how even though she was sentient and she remained, she kept her humanity.
2: He goes back to a like... He doesn't game. Off in the day or it just kind of so
1: no so like in the following the mother wears this mask like at all points in time because if you look at her she her face is the face of the volatile like with the jaw pieces that stretch out like that in her hands or claws but naturally as a volatile if it could walk if volatiles naturally didn't have that like predator kind of stance where they're like they're kind of looking like they're hunting all the time if they're able to walk about as human, you would not be able to tell a, a masked human and a masked volatile yeah. part. So it's like Crane rega- Crane retains that sense of humanity because you can still hear his voice because the, sentient, the sen- sentient volatiles are telepathic. So it's like you can still hear Crane's voice. But when he actually talks physically, it's just the volatile screams.
2: Damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. would yeah, I, w- I w- want to play those games, dude. The
1: following was definitely like one of the best parts. I felt like.
2: So if I do if I do get one, and I and I install it, will it update with the DLC automatically, or will I have to buy that?
0: You you do have to buy it unless you buy
1: the platinum
0: edition, like platinum edition. Okay.
2: Because there is
0: endings that will, uh, uh, or there is editions that will actually include it. Sorry, I was looking at.
2: I might just jump back. I was I
0: was fact checking you about whether or not he actually spread an outbreak, because not it's not. Well, I
1: think directly, directly it's not directly implied.
0: Is not directly implied. I mean, it's it's sort of implied that he, you know, you're outside the quarantine zone. So, according to the Dying Light fandom wiki, um, the non-nuclear ending, which is the canon ending, uh, you kill the mother, and then you are killed, you indirectly kill yourself
1: by becoming um, volatile.
0: Yes. So after kyle will then head back but slowly transform into a volatile along the way back and realizes it it, right as the sun sets causing him to lose control of himself right next to a mom and her children outside of the border which spreads the virus outside of Haran into the rest of the world but according to dying light 2 that is not the cause of the outbreak
1: no because yeah Um, I guess we could jump into talking about Dying Light 2 now because I don't think I have anything else to say other than the fact that Techland uh, produced free DLCs and free updates for the game like the whole seven years that that game was out and I hope they do that with Dying Light 2 as well because Dying Light continued, unlike most games, Dying Light continued to get support way after launch like they were constantly releasing new outfits new skins new weapons even like it was a game that constantly was receiving updates because they kept adding stuff to it
0: speaking of dying light 2 has an update oh all right not it has a dlc sorry it has a dlc a free dlc (laughs) like dude which is, I mean, I imagine it also has an update. Mine auto updates, so I have no idea. Oh my I never actually see the list, I'll but like it, it is a uh, part one of a peacekeeper outfit. Oh.
1: Huh. Which, yeah, that's something that irks me. Is one of the only ways you could get the crossbow is siding with the peacekeepers.
0: You have to, you have to side with them four times. Which, I got the crossbow, and it's a, it's a fairly good weapon that levels up with you, but what I have learned is when you join your friend's games, depending on where their level is at, it will delevel level itself to whatever the host's game is at. So it went from a 335 damage weapon to a 33 damage weapon.
2: Oh my god. You're going to
0: hate
1: playing it with me.
2: Sharpen sticks out off your bow,
1: right? Um, It is looking like Dying Light 2 does not have an update because it looks like it's launching right now. I don't know. I'm in a black screen. Anyway, I'm assuming it's launching. On to
0: Dying Light 2. We're trying to go as spoiler free as we can because it is a fairly recent release as of it released like two weeks ago.
1: Okay, there's no update. I'm in the game.
0: But this is also the quickest that we've ever talked about a game release. Yeah. To this extent, anyway.
1: So, uh, lo,
3: lo, lo, lo.
0: it's the quickest that you have ever played and recorded a game's release when trying to do a game in order.
1: That is fairly true because we're still working on Halo and we're on ODST right now.
0: Well, we we're actually on Halo 2.
1: But we're at the segment where we... But we're
0: of- at the point when ODST technically starts and you're wanting to cut over to do ODST
2: and not finish uh, Halo 2. Hey, that's kind of a cool idea, honestly, dude. That's Thank incredible. you, John. That's Thank pretty you. badass. I
1: appreciate that.
2: Like but technically, I believe that, that the events yeah, of
0: of ODST, though it starts the same time, The game technically starts six hours after the drop, but we're not talking about Halo. (laughs) Do not distract me,
2: dude. Uncharted. Oh my (laughs) god.
0: All right, and that is a point gone for John.
1: (laughs) It was worth it. Can we talk about it now that John brought? (laughs) Uh,
0: No. (laughs) Dying Light Two.
1: So I have, uh, all right, so I will go first on this because I don't have a lot to add to Light to. We'll
0: we'll talk about, we'll talk Mm -hmm. about what, what is going to, whatever is going to be in your first video, which by the way, you guys, if you have not seen the video, it hopefully will be out either by the time this is uploaded or relatively soon after this is uploaded. Please go watch the video. Well,
1: today's Friday, right?
0: It is now because it's it's twelve nineteen. It, it so I, be, could, I
1: I could definitely release the first episode the same day either the vidcast or the podcast comes out.
0: All right, go look for the video on Rune Eldra's channel. It will be. And what is what is going to be in the first video? Up to what point?
1: So the first video gets. To me going
0: into the city. Okay. I so we'll think. we'll we'll go to there. First impressions up to you going into the city. Because
1: I where I'm at in the game, I'm already at the multiplayer part. Right. That was the last thing I recorded. So my impressions is one seeing the world after the apocalypse actually hit. Because in, in the first game, it's like you get the landscape of the destroyed <clears> city. You can look out and you can still see that everything's good there's planes that fly overhead you got the gre talking in your ear like the, this is just a contained incident right and, and you're my- also
0: you're only dropping in like a couple months after the virus has taken the city
1: yeah which i mean the city was still
0: fucked. But I mean, it was, I mean it, was, it was bad. It was a horrible look.
1: It was not to the extent of how the city and landscape looks in Dying Light 2, which I appreciated because, like, again, I'm a sucker for beautiful landscapes. And I like going places. I wish this game actually had a picture mode because that's something I'm starting to really love in these newer games is where a game has picture mode. Because nothing mm-hmm. would be cooler than, like, all three of us parkour perched on a set and being able to like landscape picture everything but um i loved to stay spoiler free i love seeing characters that return and how they look a lot older um i love so far the character of aiden it reminds me heavily of crane like he sounds like crane his demeanor is kind of like crane's um i like the idea of um what do they call them they call them pilgrims
0: the pilgrims yeah the pilgrims travel between the remaining cities
1: yeah so i think everything they've
0: done
1: setting up for two has been really good because it kind of it gives you that feel in the first 30 minutes of playing that civilization is gone things are bad and it, it's like that sense of fam- familiarity from the first game to being able to actually explore something new and exciting with the second. Right. And then the gameplay I kind of like a little bit better. Um, I am having some issues with like immediately playing one and jumping into two with like the parkour.
0: It is it is different because in one your parkour was not dictated by your stamina.
1: Yes, and that is something that is hard to get used to.
2: Ours was just unlimited. You could just climb and jump. You could, yeah, you could
0: just you could just hang on the wall and be fine.
2: Yeah, that stamina bar gets me a lot, dude.
0: Um the other thing which I have reached um which is it's not a spoiler that it's in the game cuz we saw that you you get the um uh, the grappling gun. The grappling hook is different than the grappling hook that we got in the original Dying Light. In the original Dying Light, when you got the grappling hook, you zipped to the spot that you got the grappling hook at.
1: It acted a lot like um, Just Cause's grappling hook.
0: In Dying Light 2, you swing from the point. Yeah. You never actually go to that point, which has mm-hmm. add, it has me doing a nice fun activity of when I'm running and I know I need to go to the next level down. I will run, jump, do a uh, 180, throw the grappling hook, and then just uh, ride the grappling hook down to the next floor, which is really fun to do.
1: Yeah. It also makes more sense. Either, but I've, like, from the little bit I played, I think we're in John's world. Right. Was, like, really fun to just run around the city and parkour. Because, again, the stamina bar, as much of a hindrance as I feel it is, it makes you have to make smarter choices with how you run and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. It makes you watch your surroundings more and like, it, pick it adds up more your, uh, routes and experience.
1: stuff. Or, you know, when you watch David drop into a like, you know, dead zone where that you can't enter in, so you can't save him. So you just watch him dissolve in the acid or whatever the fucking chemicals were. <laughs>
2: yeah. You throwing um, your grappling hook? Oh, yeah,
0: I was just having fun on my grappling hook. hook um which this wasn't recorded so sorry guys uh, we could always bring you uh, back <laughs> i was i was on the grappling hook on the street lights just screwing around and i knew that i was going out into the chemical wasteland but i didn't think that it was going to give me three seconds on the clock before i died and i was already too far out to really get a chance to go back
1: yeah and, and my dumbass jumped in after him and i was like nope 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 i did too and then I John. My died, going,
0: and then I had to
1: kill a bunch of bandits all by
0: myself. Ran into history. so.
1: Myself. Oh,
0: how we how we doing time wise? In- I have mm-hmm. no idea how long we've been going, <laughs> going for. The time I'm to
2: go play some Dying Light too. We'll see. Oh shit. We um. Got a little bit more
1: to
0: talk about. Oh uh, yeah. And what is it else that we need to talk about?
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm not the host. I, I was just saying, is there any more to talk about on Dying Light 2?
0: You, you were implying that there's more to talk about. I'm trying to make sure that we're given our first impressions of the game.
1: Which is great. Which Most is great. Games. Yeah,
0: it's doing great. Minus our one my one grievance. Which um,
1: is the cross. Which is the
0: crossplay, but that's not that's not against the game. That's more just Teclan didn't put it into the the game yet. Yet. Yeah, Key key were on yet. They have specified that they do do plan to bring it in. I mean, they had said that it was going to be in on launch, but that's, you know, things change. One thing I
1: would like to touch base on that it just now popped in my head, I really like the factions aspect of the game. I know earlier I was just commenting about how it's bullshit about the Peacekeepers and the Crossbow. But the last time I could remember a game that promised, like, your choices will matter to the story, you have to side with certain groups of people, was Anthem. When Anthem promised that, like, you have to choose between different factions of people, the choices you make would change how the map looked and everything. And when we got that, it didn't have it. And all the way up until the game's cancellation, when they were doing updates, it never came out. And that's something I really appreciate about Dying Light 2, is that is a key feature. Like, right in the first introduction to the game, you're introduced that there's peacekeepers, there's the bazaar. Like, you're introduced to different factions right out the gate, and you're told, like, you have to help these people, you can do this. So I mean, starts... there's there's only... The game delivers on its promises, is what I'm trying to say which I appreciate because, you know, I hate spending a lot of money on a game for it not to be what they promised, like Anthem.
0: There is only... You're only forced to give out the water tower on the first section and two electrical stations in the the city. So far, there might be another thing that you're going to have to actually... um you're forced to dictate who will get it. But you don't actually have to give um, anybody anything. Huh. Except for those uh, couple mm-hmm. of things.
1: But I mean, it does change the map, kind of, and it does dictate... Yeah, yeah, it does. ...variety and story, which is um, what I'm trying to say here. It's like With,
0: with it, the survivors, uh, which you can see what the rewards are for... Uh, how many sectors that you do give them? So the first sector that you give to the survivors, uh, they put uh, zip lines everywhere in their territory. Hmm. Um, that's, that's the only one that I can think of on top of my
1: head. Sounding. What was that? I said that's very useful. Sounding.
0: Yeah, it is. But you have to remember that it is only in the areas that you give to the survivors. So in my case. I gave the survivors a ton of stuff, but I also wanted the crossbow, and so I've been having to give a lot of stuff to the peacekeepers, which is mostly taking up the the city. So majority of the city does not have zip lines for me.
1: Huh. Which is again back to what I was saying. Something that but yeah, that's really everybody's game is going to be different. Your game is going to be different than John's. John's will be different from mine, and. No matter whose game, so like we're recording my version of the game for my channel, which is going to be different from your Mm -hmm. guys's, and it adds a fresh take for me because when we play outside of recording and I jump into yours or David's game, I'm going to see a different map layout and different things, which is going to add to its replayability. Which I think it'd be cool if the stuff you unlock in each time you play the game would transfer. I don't know if they would do that, because obviously we haven't beaten the game yet. But I just think that would be a cool feature. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to beat the game one time through before I jump in on hard. Because like I feel like playing the game on hard is going to fucking suck. And let me tell you another thing about this story. That first, not the first volatile encounter, the second one, when you're in the hospital and you have to sneak, like some of the features they added in this second game blow me away because I did not think they could take how perfect and good Dying Light 1 was and improve and they did as much as I hate that stamina bar like I think it is amazing because it adds another layer of fear when you're being chased the fact that you have to sneak past certain sections of zombies that are like in their sleep mode or whatever it is like that whole hospital scene When you're trying to get the engagement for yourself, I was, like, on the edge of my seat, like, just recording (laughs) it, like, fuck, 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 fuck. Because I didn't want to upset the Volatile. Because I, in my head, I genuinely believed that if I would have alerted those zombies, I would have had to fight the Volatile. Yes. And I I thought that Volatile was going to be on my heel. So I took that section of the game slow as fuck.
0: So, um... Mm-hmm. I can confirm that if you do wake them up, you do have to fight them. And it is an absolute bitch to fight them and the Volatile. I am a higher... I'm, I'm further ahead in the game and I have powerful weapons and I still struggle with the Volatiles because they are incredibly fast, incredibly strong. And even, even in your guys' game... Uh, in John's game when I did run into a volatile I still struggled it was a slugfest
1: it one hit me when we, when I encountered Ooh. one in John's game like it straight went bitch please I'm going for David
0: please. Pretty... and it went
1: Wee! Next. daddy
3: help
0: so John yeah your uh, first impression of Dying Light up into getting into the city which was where we were supposed to
2: stop up into getting into well, the city. all, the, all in. the exploration yeah, with spoilers. Uh, guy. I can't remember the guy we were following.
0: already spoiled.
2: It. I can't remember the guy's name that we were following at first that. Uh... Spike. What's that? Spike. Spike. Is that his name?
1: So a little spoiler. The guy that you follow in the beginning that you're talking about is Spike from Dying Light 1. But again, oh, if people came Dying Light 1, you would know like the two weeks before Dying Light 2 released, Dying Light had a special event, which was Spike leaving Huron. It was an event that detailed the story of Spike leaving with other survivors. So the person that you're walking through, through the woods, going through the building and stuff with, is Spike from the first game. Oh. That's why he mentions like when you're sitting down sharing the beer with him and all of that, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Man, he would have really loved to see this." He's referencing Kyle Crane. Oh wow! That's the extent of spoilers. Sorry, guys, hate me, love me.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, it's no. it's not truly a spoiler because we already told them that he- we highly recommend that they pause this video, go watch your entire video on your channel. You're that. Way to me, yes. Okay. <laughs> watch your first video. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> go watch his <laughs> first video.
1: Now you're pointing in the right direction.
0: And then uh, come back here, so that way we don't accidentally spoil anything for you. But or go play the game.
1: Yeah, or play the <laughs> game. Just go Honestly, please. I
2: can't remember too much of what happened. I just remember that I was running around with some dude. I was enjoying the scenery a lot, too. It's really it's a beautiful game. Um, I heard there was uh, some Dead Island reference that you could see, like, over a cliff, uh, a guy hanging. So, from the-
1: yeah, if uh, when my I'm first video, answer, video or podcast, if you've listened or watched the podcast to this point, in my first episode, I actually draw a lot of attention to the Easter egg island of Dead Island. So while you're like climbing up um you could see like a palm tree on a little island with a zombie hanging from it which,
0: which is, is the logo from Dead island.
3: island.
1: Which I wanted to see if we could swim out there and see if there was like a hidden collectible on it. I didn't think on it until like after I already passed it. it, is, it was like I,
0: I think is way too far out to be able to actually go to.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's just like the backdrop and the scenery. I don't think it's.
1: Yeah, maybe I, I don't
0: know.
1: Have to start a new game if you want to see and check that out. But you guys should definitely do it. Watch my video, see the point where I point it out, and then get to that section and try to swim out there and see.
0: So. Uh, Due to events rapidly escalating on my end, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap the points here.
1: All right. While you tally the points, I'll talk a little bit more on another topic I wanted to mention on Dying Light 2, which we took, which me and David kind of talked about, but it's the Easter eggs for Dying Light 2. There are Mm. so many hidden weapons in, like, Easter eggs. There's one that is like you get the Star Wars Vader like force choke and I was watching somebody use that force choking like the peacekeepers and then running up and drop kicking them, killing them. <laughs> like, it, Dying Light 2 looks like it's going to be a really good game. And if you guys are on the fence about getting it, I don't know, did it release for PlayStation as well? Or is it an Xbox exclusive because I know the first game released on PlayStation.
0: I believe, yeah, no, it's it's on PlayStation because PlayStation also can't go. Across Whatever the you guys
1: got to play the game on, I highly recommend doing it. If you're a fan of horror, if you're a fan of zombie games or parkour games, it, it, it's a beautifully done package and you guys should definitely check it out. Absolutely. David, what,
0: what's the score? You don't want to know the numbers.
2: What do you think the score is? Buddy? I want to know the numbers. <laughs>
0: what what do you think the numbers are? I think They're between I won one and
1: ten. I'm magnificent. I
2: think Tim's got three thousand points.
1: Because I 10. love you, three thousand, John. I've got like twenty five.
0: One and ten.
1: Four. My
0: favorite number. One and ten.
1: Wait, you mean one of us got one point and the other got ten points?
0: no it was uh the points came out to seven and ten but if you look at one at the seven wrong it looks like a one (laughs)
1: that's that's a (laughs) semi-close game
0: yes (laughs) of course
2: you know i expect it
3: it
0: was it was a close one but i had to give it to the person that did not talk that much oh that being said
2: oh boy hang
0: on (laughs) i just realized that i did not negate the points hang on i forgot to negate the points that i had said i was taking away just one yeah just one for you
2: Mm. Mm. gotcha but i didn't bring up the
1: movie that shall not be named after you gave me the threat the movies that's that shit like voldemort That was Just so it funny.
2: rhymes with unfarted
0: the score is still seven to ten <laughs> but it is now flipped the other way because i realized i was looking at your guys's name
3: how
1: my do you- r
0: and my j my r and my j look really similar
1: how i want to see how your r's and j's look <laughs> those are two vastly different letters I'm not trying to make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I know, I know, I know. Hang on.
1: Bro, okay, those don't look anything alike. The R has the little curve up at the top, and the J has R-M-J. the J. <laughs> it's
2: like an upside down.
1: <laughs> Were you just I was still up?
0: counting the points, okay? Shut up.
1: Did you do them as tallies or, like, dots? Like yeah,
0: tallies, t- but then I had scribbled out the point that I was like, oh, I'm taking that point away. Like, but then I ended up scribbling out too many points, and then I didn't count it. Listen,
3: like, no, I, like I have said, shot. I am exhausted.
0: So, Rune, you won with 10 points. John, you had eight points. All right.
2: That's fair. I'll accept that.
0: Now that being said, if you guys want to kiss ass for points, now's the time. You got twenty seconds.
2: Kiss ass
0: for
1: points. Yeah, John, you could still beat me. John, you could win and be host. Come on, think about it, John. You haven't won a game in two podcasts.
2: This just isn't my night,
1: dude. You could do this, John.
2: I'm gonna kiss any ass, man. You don't oh, want to see that guy's that hairy
1: ass. ass. I mean, look at, look at him. Look at him and tell me you I'm would've... sorry.
0: Hang on. Did you just say I had a hairy ass? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: let me finish my bit here, okay? Let me finish my bit, my joke. Not
0: not you.
2: Oh, you want to see you. my beautiful bald us
1: <laughs> Think back to early 2000s WWE. You don't want to drop down and kiss the glorious ass of Vince McMahon, our host here? Do you wanna smell what he is cooking?
2: I will I will concede in this match. I'll take the fall. <laughs> I'll take the fall in this match.
0: Alright, it tight? is now tied 1010. Wow! He didn't do
2: shit! I did all the work!
0: He was being <laughs> humble. You hear that? You so cool. hear that
2: muscle flexing?
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. right. You say it's bullshit? You say it's bullshit? Is that your final sentence?
1: I did not say it's bullshit. I said... Please go back.
0: Isolate where Rune just said. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. (laughs) I said, is this bullshit? Tim, you work for me. You're
3: in a Rune
1: out production.
0: All right. Any last sayings before i give my final verdict
2: david you guys should go see uncharted dude it's pretty freaking good man
0: <laughs> our winner is wrong. god damn it <laughs> uncharted is the best movie of 2022
2: That's far it's,
0: been, it's it's already been decided you Still can't
2: morbius comes out oh and doctor strange
1: until my sex tape
2: drops. And flash.
1: Alright,
2: so Rune.
1: <laughs> yeah?
0: Do you know what the podcast is going to be about right now or do you Fuck need no, a couple days I'll to give think
1: about it? So, the outro.
0: So, Thank you ladies
1: and gentlemen for participating and watching or listening to this week's podcast. We will see you next week in which I, the glorious and amazing Rune Eldred, will host As boss, boss, John, and maybe a special guest come in and discuss whatever topic I could think of. You can find the Drinking Corner podcast on any of the podcast apps, preferably Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. You can find the vidcast version of this on the Nerdgasmic YouTube channel. If you guys are watching this on the vidcast, you could also find a link to my YouTube channel and other social media accounts down below. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you hit the like button. Share the podcast, vidcast with all your friends, family, strangers, billboard it, whatever you want to do. We will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody.
2: Goodbye, my friends. It's been fun, guys. That was a good one.